just go ahead and bless the name of the Lord thank him because you can never be stranded give him glory give him praise worship Jesus worship Jesus worship Jesus believe what you are singing worship the Lord worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords thank you Jesus we give you praise. Thank you because we can never be stranded. You are worthy, Lord. And you are mighty in all of our lives. And you are mighty in our midst. We thank you. In Jesus' name we have worshipped. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be here today? We give God praise. Please let's have our seats. You're welcome to the first service. And it's a great, it's a great day already. And we give God praise. So please let's, let's settle down. If you don't have to, if you don't have to move around, please just find find somewhere to sit amen amen hallelujah praise the lord it's pastor idara's birthday today can we amen And of course, white, white is the color, it's the color of the day, amen. If you needed any confirmation, just the man of God is powerfully dressed in white, amen, hallelujah. So I just want to bring God's word to us in the next few minutes and I trust that it will bless you. Let's look at Job and then we'll run. We'll just run from there. Job 22. Job 22 from verse 21. It's a scripture that I've been I've been looking at. Job 22 from verse 21. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says, Now acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby, good will do what? Will come to you. Amen. So from this scripture, the Bible tells us clearly that one of the ways that good comes to us is when we acquaint ourselves with him. Amen. 
It's very simple. You don't need to look for anything that is lost. Amen. It's just clear right here. Acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. Next verse, we'll still come back here. Receive, please, instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. You will remove iniquity far from your tents. Then you will lay your gold in the dust and gold of offer among the stones of the brooks. Yes, the Almighty will be your gold and your precious silver. And then you would have your delight in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. You will make your prayer to him. He will hear you. And you will pay your vows. You will also declare a thing. And it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. So you see all of these blessings begins from that place. So it means that if you are not acquainting yourself with him. If you declare a thing. It's not sure. Amen. Because that's the beginning of all of this. It says, acquaint yourself with him. And he says, thereby good will come to you. How many of us are expecting good to come to us? And the Bible shows us one of the ways. That word good there is very interesting. And it should make up 100% of all of your Christian hope. And I'm just going to pick one of those good that you should expect but the bible it begins by saying acquaint yourself with him and he says good will come to you now one of the good that you should expect even in the days that we're living in and for the rest of your life is the good that god will preserve you amen, amen. that god will keep you or God will preserve you. Amen. Amen. How many of us know God preserves? The Bible says that the Lord is your keeper. Nobody keeps like him. There are many things that people are trying to keep but you just just find out that the more you try the more it keeps eluding, eluding you. Amen. This is why in marriage, for example, I personally, I don't really believe that um, the way to a man's heart is his stomach. Amen. I understand what people are trying to say, but some of us know by experience, some of us know by revelation, if it has not happened to you, it has happened to someone that you know. You can give a man all the food, all the sex. Someone's, if his head is not correct, his head is not correct. He will misbehave. Do you understand this? So even our marriages, it is God that keeps your business. It is God that keeps 
this church. It's not strategy or anything. It is God. Some people, the more they try to keep, the more the thing keeps leaving them. Amen. So God preserves. And one of the things that God, you must expect God to preserve you from is corruption or decay. And this is where we're going to stay for a bit. In Psalm 16, beautiful scripture. It says, you will not leave my soul in hell. God will not leave you like this. Amen. Amen. Do you believe God will leave you like this? I know some of you are not happy with your life and all of that. Some people might have even done nasty things before coming today. But God will not leave you like this. It says, you will not leave my soul in hell. You will not allow your Holy One to see corruption. Now, of course, it was talking about Jesus. But that even makes it perfect because all of our hope is in him. Amen. We've, 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 been, we've learned that in scripture, the word first is not number. It's prototype. Amen. Amen. So if God did that for Jesus, that's what he wants to do for you. He will not allow you to see corruption. And many times when people talk about this, all they emphasize is God necessarily maybe taking you to heaven. No, that's not what we're saying. But even here, even while you're here, God will not allow you see corruption. You see, your, your Christian hope must be very, very clear so that we know what we're pursuing and what we're engaging. And you must believe it in your heart. You must make peace with it that as you are walking with God, as you are relating with God, as you are doing everything you are doing for God, he will not allow you to see corruption. Amen. Amen. And I'm trusting that this word would, would stay with you and it will enter your spirit. And that's what God wants to, one of the things that he wants to preserve you from. Amen. Amen. Because there is corruption on this earth. There is decay. Amen. That's the literal meaning of corruption. Decay. And only God is able to keep us and preserve us from corruption. Do you know that on your quest, in some people's quest to know God, for example, they have missed their way. They have lost their mind. Now, how do you start off looking for God and end up somewhere else? Time will not allow us to analyze all of that. But one more time, um, we're declaring this and we're releasing this word that God will not allow you see corruption. Amen. The apostles understood this when they were trying to make the contrast of what we were redeemed from. Two times in First Peter chapter 1, if you go to verse 18, the Bible says that we were not redeemed with corruptible things. 
as silver, like silver or gold, from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Let's, let's back up to the beginning. There's another emphasis there, I think from verse 4. All right, two, okay, let's start from verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. The word kept is a, is a, military, is a military term. Amen. It's a military term. The, the picture is a, a guard. Someone guarding you, ready to shoot down anybody that tries to come come into where you are. You understand? So when God says he would keep you, you better believe him. Nobody keeps like him. And this is why I want to encourage us. For example, let's say you lose a loved one, especially someone that you know has gone to be with the Lord. Cry and do all of that. But there is a time when that crying or that state of mourning, that state of hopelessness can lead to decay if you are not careful. If God, for example, I, I heard of someone that lost someone and then the person said, was crying and then had an encounter with Jesus and then Jesus told him, he says, he's with me now and you can't, you can't keep him better than, than, than me. I mean, you will always miss the person, but that should bring some level of comfort and healing. I'm telling you, there is decay in this, in this world, on this earth. And pastor told us yesterday, he said, everything that maybe had some ability to preserve some time ago has lost. Every ground has been taken. Amen. So when God says he will not allow you see corruption, you need to you need to rejoice. You need to rejoice because there is corruption everywhere. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus said, "Don't lay up treasures on the earth where moth and rust destroy. What is that? Decay. Corruption. But he says lay up tr treasures where? In heaven. He says moth and rust cannot, cannot get there. Amen. There is something about this life 
that we have received in Christ that preserves. Amen. And that's, that's what I just, if this is all you get today, I'll be a very, very happy person. Praise the Lord. Now, this becomes even more important because if you are a Bible, uh, if you are a student of Scripture, you would know that we are saved. Is that correct? We are being saved. Is that correct? And then we shall be saved. Amen. Amen. So, it means that there is a present continuous work of the spirit in all of our hearts and in all of our minds and wherever you stop this force of decay will come amen this is this is what it means to this is what it means to stay to stay relevant for example amen do you even know that what we call new wine skin or new wine, if you think very deeply, it's just basically God renewing your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why you see some people in their 70s and their 80s, they're still on fire. For God. God has preserved them. The, the religion is decay. When people, I'll never forget the last message of, I don't know if you, like me, you archive messages and dates. The last message of 2020 for us here. And I can't remember the title, but it was something about being young. It was something about around being young. And one of the things that we, we learned that day was that it has very little to do with your age. Amen. Amen. Of course, your youth is important, your strength is important, but it really doesn't have much to do with your age. So in God's eyes, a very old person can be young and a very young person can be old. And one of the determining factors is how much this force or this power of decay, how much corruption is in the soul. Amen. So when he says he will not allow you see corruption, you better allow him walk in your heart. Amen. Amen. Because as as we're walking every day, this corruption is trying to, is trying to enter. Amen. Amen. Messages can be corrupted. Movements can be corrupted. Revivals, anything can be corrupted. But God says that he would keep you and he will, he will preserve you. So when, when pastor prays for you that God will keep you, you better say amen. amen. Very well. Don't say, is this, all, is this one prayer? <laughs> amen. It will only take a matter of time for you to know that it is prayer because we have lost a lot of people. And I'm not talking about them dying. 
necessarily. Hallelujah. So you will not leave my soul in hell. You will not allow your Holy One to see corruption. Amen. Amen. This should be part of your Christian hope. As you are walking with God, what you expect to see. The Bible says that every man that has this hope, and this hope has a way of purifying us. It says every man that has this hope in him purifies himself even as he is is pure. There is a purity that your soul must long for. Amen. There is a, don't, don't be naive. Peter said we have escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. There is something about this uh, corruption thing that God wants us to appreciate and, and trust him for. Hallelujah. Remember, the more you try to the more you try to keep, the more you you things keep uh, eluding you. Hallelujah. And we can't talk about this. We're going to end this conversation by talking, it's a very simple message, by talking about the importance or the power of a renewed mind. Because that's one of the ways that God, that's one of the ways that God preserves us from corruption. Every one of us here, it's important that your mind is being renewed. What do you think the frequency of that should be? What do you think the frequency of that renewal should be? Every day. Amen. A renewed mind is powerful. Because there are several of us here, even though you are born again and all of that, there are still mindsets that we're holding on to. There are still philosophies that we're holding on to. There are still attitudes and patterns that God wants to deliver you from. Hallelujah. There is nothing as powerful as a renewed mind. And it is when people, it is when something interferes with this process that you begin to see some of the trouble that you see around. The Bible talks about, it makes a a contrast about being spiritually minded and being carnally minded. One of the fundamental differences between those two is that one mind is renewed, one is not. What does it mean to renew? Very interesting word. It basically means to reprogram. It means to renovate. Amen. So it's not only buildings that are renovated. God wants to renovate your mind. And if that process is not on, you must be a kind of person that is at peace. Remember where we started from. Acquaint yourself with him be at pe- and be at peace and thereby good 
will come to you. And then we're, we're just going on this journey. Are we following this? Is, this? is this simple enough? Amen. Because it's important for your life. Everything that God is doing in your life presently, whether it will continue at the intensity that God will have it continue, depends. One of those factors is what we're, what we're, we're looking at. So you must appreciate the fact that there is corruption and you must know where you are standing. You must know who you have believed. Amen. Amen. Because there is corruption. Hallelujah. And not too many things can keep you. In fact, pastor said it he said yesterday, he said, only the, um, the, the teachings of the apostles, the, the spirits, you understand? Because it's a body, it's a body of truth. It's not just uh, one or two scriptures here and there. That is what will keep in this, in this time. Amen. Amen. And we must appreciate this. Trust God that this power of decay, which is what corruption... You look at Nigeria, for example, and many times when we say corruption, your mind just thinks about uh, the money that is going. But there is a deeper decay that is making that one possible. Amen. So all that you see and all that you read about is just... It's just the symptoms, the deeper issues, the deeper issues are there. Praise God. That is why no, no nation can truly prosper without um, God's people in that nation. Because we have things that they need. The church truly is the hope of the world. It's not the other way. It's not the other way around. Amen. Amen. And if you understand this, you will honor. You will, the moment anybody says, I'm a, I'm a minister of the gospel, you would, on whether you believe in what they are preaching or not, of course, they are fake Ones, but we're talking about the genuine ones because that work that they do, only God can measure it. Amen. Amen. Economists cannot measure it. The, the, even when we talk about behavior, behavior change, is that not what the laws are trying to do? But only God can truly change somebody's behavior. Because that decay is deep. I just want you to appreciate again what God is doing in your life. And don't be naive. Thank God for if this thing hits you the way it should. One of the things that you will just be thinking about is how can we plant churches? Because you know that that is the hope of this world. That is the hope 
of Nigeria. Amen. Forget all this national conference, uh, constitutional review. All those ones are just, all those ones are just English. Amen. Is it not the same people? Hallelujah. So let's come back to the scripture. You will not allow your holy one to see corruption. Are you excited about this? And it's, it's God's word to you. It means that the power of decay, the thing that makes things to spoil, the, the, the forces that makes things to not to be maximized, they will not have anything on you. Amen. That's what we're saying. So in your marriage, you will not see corruption. In your business, in everything that God has called you to do, you will not see corruption. But you must subscribe to this process. The mind renewal, the renewal of the Holy Spirit, the purity of Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, don't lay up for yourselves treasures on the earth where moth and rust destroy. But in heaven, so there is one of the things that makes that realm, that realm is that Corruption has no, has no access there. Amen. This is one of the reasons, for example, why you can't wipe out a church, the true church of Jesus, because it's not, it's from, it's coming from what, what powers it? The Bible tells us that our lives are powered. The Bible talks about the power of an endless life. What do you think an endless life is? There are many aspects to that, but one of the components of an endless life is that there is no decay. There is no corruption. I just want you to appreciate this so that you would live your life more carefully. You would cherish the things of more. That is the only safe place. Every other thing is sinking, sinking sand. Amen. Amen. So God will keep you. And there's something, there's something, and this just, is just littered all over the epistles. If you, if you go to Jude again, Jude began to tell us again, when he was talking about God, one of the ways he introduced God, when he was wrapping up his letter, he says, now to him that is able to keep you from falling or from stumbling. Amen. Amen. This God is a keeper. And you must engage him knowing this. Hallelujah. Do you know how many people are in the bondage of the fear that somehow they will go back to where they are coming from. Because things are happening so good. Just believe. Then you now hear one story of maybe a very great uh, man of God that had issues. 
And then you just say, who then can be, can be saved? Amen. Amen. Or you read a book like Finishing Strong. And then you see the statistics. You see they will tell you many great people did not make it. And all of that. And then we preach all those things. And then people are just afraid. You know what you are still battling with. You know what you are still struggling with. You know you are not very okay. Even mentally, your head is not (laughs) correct like that. Amen. And then they are telling you all these things. And people have these fears. But God will keep you. God will preserve you. Amen. Amen. He says he will preserve you from all evil. This is the word of God. He says he would preserve your going in and your coming out. He says he's your keeper. That's, that's part of his, his CV. God is your keeper. Amen. He says you are kept by the power of God. This church, this ministry is kept by the power by the power of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is very, very important. And as we begin to... As we be, okay, we still, have, we still have some minutes. So I think we've laid a very, good, a very good foundation. It's clear up to this point. And then the next point that I want to make, I've touched on it, is that please understand and appreciate the fact that what... God is doing in your life is present continuous. So you can't be someone, one of the ways to keep escaping this power of decay, there must always be something before you that you are are reaching out, you are reaching out for. Amen. Hallelujah. Many times your, your greatest enemy is your, your last success or your last achievement. Because this is almost like, because we're in a journey, it's almost like anywhere you stop, the thing will just catch up with you. So we have to keep, we have to keep going till we see Jesus. Amen. You just have to find a way. Get that strength. Get that passion. Let that renewal process happen. Amen. Amen. For example, if, if you discover that you are in a phase of your life, you can't really, yes, things are happening around you, but you can't really see anything as regards the next level, what is next, and all of that. You need, to, you need to go and pray. Because the longer that happens, amen. amen. Do you know this is how even physical death catches up with some people? There's nothing they are seeing again. The soul is in a state of unholy satisfaction. Amen. amen. And the thing just, you're not really living for anything. And then he just cut even physical 
physical death. Amen. Amen. So you must appreciate this, that there is, there is, there is decay. So for us, you see, this is beyond, this is beyond religion. This is beyond self-preservation. There's nothing like that. There's really nothing like that. Because eventually, what we call self-preservation will lose everything. God is the one that preserves. So you must just find a way to keep going. Anything that is in your hands. Believe God that you will be somebody that things will not spoil in their hands. Amen. Because all of us, left to us, all of us have a tendency to self-destruct. Amen. That your marriage, if we leave it to you and your wife alone, without the impute from God, you will self-destruct. It's not about, I know myself. Amen. That, that phrase is what has put many people in trouble. Amen. Amen. It's time to know God. Yeah. It's time to acquaint ourselves with his ways. Amen. Yes, it is true that his ways are past finding out. You understand? So it means that we will never get to a point where we say we understand all of God. At least on this side of even on the other side, would still be learning about him and all of that. But you can get to a point, you know when God is working. You may not understand all the technicalities, but you know when things happen in your life, you know this is God. What people will want to attribute to happenstance, coincidence, and all of that, you know this is God. Because you have acquainted yourself with him. You are at peace and good is coming. Constantly good is coming. It's one of the ways that good comes to us. And one of those good I have told you is that God will preserve you. Amen. God will preserve you. So you must be someone that is always Always on the move. Amen. Amen. Anything, please, I want to beg you. Any position that you are still holding on to that is not God's position, the earlier you leave it alone, the better for you. Hallelujah. Any position, any, any value that we cannot trace to the word of God on anything. For, some, for those of us that were around yesterday, one of the things we said was that this is the time to now engage the truth on every subject matter. Amen. Because many times what is out there is not the truth. So, some of the most popular views on marriage, for example, is not necessarily the word of God. Some of the most popular views on business is not necessarily 
the word of God. And when God tells you that he will not allow you see corruption, one of the ways that that will happen is that you are subscribed to a process that is renewing your mind constantly. And that way we can say you will not see corruption. Hallelujah. So Romans 12 verse 2, it says, don't be conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. In Titus chapter 3 verse 5, the Bible talks about the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. There is something about this God that renews. Amen. Amen. So everything should be on the increase. Your passion, your joy, your zeal, your peace. It should not be it should not be reducing. You have to be someone that keeps that keeps going. And I think for those of us that are members of this house, I think that we are blessed because you have, aside from scripture, you have examples that you can, you can follow. Because the Bible says that we should follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So we, you have examples here that you can follow. Be someone that keeps, keeps going. Amen. Amen. You keep going. There's always something that you are, you are reaching out for in God. Amen. Amen. Have holy ambitions. Hallelujah. Amen. A lot of people don't, don't like that word ambition, but it's a very good word. And I'm hoping that you will acquaint yourself with that word. Familiarize yourself. It's a good word. It will help you. Amen. If you're a member of this house, you should have ambitions. You should have great things that you want to do for God. Or you want God to do through you. Either way, something will be done. Hallelujah. Whether it's through God or through you, something will be done. And the power of decay will not be able to to touch it. Amen. Amen. Whatever we're building, we can build something that God will preserve. Amen. Amen. You know, this will be one of the sorrows on, on the last day. The Bible says that some, every, every man's work will be tested with fire. And he says that some people's work will be burnt. And they themselves will just will just by the mercies of God, escape. Amen. Amen. And, it's, and one of the reasons why it will not pass that test is because this force of decay and corruption is at work. Amen. Amen. Now, does this mean you should start looking for corruption everywhere? They've already gotten you if you are doing that. Amen. But you believe the scripture and just look around you. Hallelujah. And you see these things play out real time. So one of the ways this will happen is 
the renewal the renewal of the mind ensure that your mind we have 15 more minutes ensure that your mind is constantly being renewed amen i've told us before if if the devil can't stop you from from getting saved the next attack is that he wants to leave you with a carnal mindset even though you are you are saved but the plan is to leave you carnal it's it's good business for him amen and you must say no. Praise the Lord. You must say no. That's, that's the plan. Hallelujah. And if you just, you just need to look around and you see carnal Christians everywhere. There is something. And one of the things that determines that I've already told us is the renewing. The renewing of our minds. This is why we don't play with scripture. We don't dance around the word of God because that's where the power, that's where the power is. Nothing renews mind like the word of God. Absolutely nothing. Amen. Amen. And these things have practical implications. So, for example, someone whose mind is not Someone whose mind is not renewed. Maybe in the area of relationships, for example. You see, by the time you start hearing that all men are scum, decay has set in. Corruption has set in. Because many times it's coming from a place of pain, bitterness. As they say on the street, they've done them very strong things. Amen. And they are not able to process it. And then you just stay there. All men are this. All women are this. And the plan of God that is meant to come through that aspect of your life will suffer. And then even when you get married, you still have that mindset. And that's where many of these problems are rooted in. Amen. Amen. So it's not just confessing, oh, God will not allow me to see corruption. What process are we subscribed to daily? Remember, we're saved, we're being saved, and we shall be saved. There are a lot of theological arguments, but this is the word of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's very, very important. And it's one of the ways that you can track the progress that you are making. Why is there still fear in tangible portions in many of our lives? Probably that renewal process is not happening the way that it should, it should happen. Do you know there are still some of us that you are just afraid you just believe that when you have a lot of money you will misbehave amen Amen. now that may be true but if god can walk on your mind walk on your heart that fear will be that fear will be reducing 
And then maybe that day you now come to church, you now hear messages like money is an amplifier. <laughs> Amen. It does not change people, it amplifies what is, what is in them. And you know what is in you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, anywhere, and this is serious, just take it, there is no um, middle ground. Anywhere renewal is not happening, death is happening. And it's not the death of Christ. It's not the death to self. It's the one that wants to take you out. You'll be a very, very, very useless person to God and to humanity. Amen. Amen. But that, that will not be your portion Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's, let's subscribe to this on, on everything. Amen. On everything. Is it ministry we want to talk about? If you do it the way, just the way everybody is doing it, you are not immune from that decay process. God has to be renewing your mind. And I said, for those of us that came late, I said this whole matter of old wine, new wine, old skin, new skin, it is connected to the renewal, renewal process. Amen. So let's give a very practical example. If we say that the house of Saul is going and then the house of David is on the scene now. If the house of Saul is renewed, if God can renew their mind, and the house of David, no renewal is really happening, they will be more useful in God's hands than you that say you are new wine. Amen. And this will just give you a clue to why some people have stayed uh, relevant over, over the years. They are old, yes, we agree. But something is happening. Something is happening in them. They are able to track God. They see how God is moving. And they are, they are following. You understand? We are not... We are not necessarily tracking God because we are young. Amen. Amen. Do you understand that? If you, if you waste time, you will just be a, a relic. God forbid. Amen. So you are young, yes. Use it to your advantage. Maximize it. Amen. Because one of the things this force of decay does is that it does not allow things to come to their full, fullness. Amen. It does not allow things to come to their full potential. And you know as well as I know that many people, many things don't come to, to fullness. Many ministries don't come to fullness. But God wants you to come to fullness. There is a fullness of this Christian experience that many of us have not come to and may not even come to the way we're, the way we're doing. Hallelujah. Amen. 
So let's, let's commit to that renewal process. On every matter, the Bible says friendship with the world is what? Enmity with God. And he called them very strong words. He says adulterers, adulteresses. He says, don't you know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? We're talking about the spirit of the age there. The word translated world there is actually, actually means age. And that spirit of church. And protect yourself and God can, God can keep you. There is a purity that all of us must have. There is a sincerity that all of us must have. And the, the, the with having it is if you can even see it to start with. Amen. So when the Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart, it says they shall see God. Believe it or not, not everybody is seeing God. Amen. Talk of not to talk of in, in things that are happening. Not everybody is seeing God. But if you want to see God, the purity that you should have. This is really what holiness holiness means. This is your hope. We're, we're wrapping up now. Your hope. We don't just separate because we want to separate. We don't separate ourselves because we want. It is your hope that would determine the extent that you're willing to go. So you want to see God, you make the necessary adjustments and trust him that he would keep you. Amen. Amen. He will keep you from evil. Hallelujah. He would keep your mind, will keep your body, will keep your spirits. He will keep your dreams, your visions, whatever is worthy of being kept. God can keep it. And we must engage him as such. Know that you can't really keep, you can't really keep anything by yourself. This God is a keeper and he's the one, he's the one keeping us. And with this understanding, pray for people, bless people. Amen. When you tell them God will keep you, mean it. Don't just say it because you didn't have anything to say. It's one of the deepest prayers that you can ever pray for anybody. That God will keep you. Because nobody can really, can really keep you. Amen. So I just want, want to introduce us again to this, this dimension of God that is a keeper. There's a lot happening, but you are kept. You, you are preserved. Amen. Amen. People are doing all kinds of things, but you are kept. Amen. And you will be very, very useful Amen. in God's hands. That's the, whole, that's the whole idea. Because anything that corruption has entered or penetrated, it's no longer, it's no longer useful. Amen.
The Lord bless us. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah.